It's the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hey! Hey now! Good morning, Vietnam! We are back in black, as the guy said from the band. We, uh, actually, you can't even be that general because the band is also a band. Anyway. Yeah, the band, yeah. That's yeah. Dylan's band. But we're back in black, that kind. Yeah, well, guys. We're high we, pitch. we just pulled into Nazareth. We were feeling about a half past dead. Just looking for a place where I can pod. This is the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. Uh, it's, it's been a while. It's also a band. Since we podcasted, um, we're aware of it. Get off our fucking backs. The, um, We've got issues, okay? We're working on them. Yeah, Spencer was in a jail in Guatemala. You didn't, you didn't care to ask, did you? I tried to pod from there. They gave me a computer, but no Wi-Fi. What is this, a, a goddamn Amtrak? Only half the prisons have Wi-Fi? What is this, Russia? It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. We got a fresh hot pod for you. Fresh off the grill. Uh, hats off, gloves off, you know the drill. Ooh, hey, I'm rhyming all over the place. I got I'm doing. Stuff. It's a musical episode. I wish I had some musical stories. It's hats off, gloves off. That was kind of churchy. I liked it. Pats on the back, pats on the fanny, finger pointing, finger blasting. The yin and yang of podcasts. We are here to serve justice. Legality has no bearing. You know the drill. As Eminem said, something about our power tool, you know the drill. Isn't he smart? Um, I'm going to get into the first one. Window pane. <laughs> Lasagna. We got um, we got a hats off. Hats off to you, sir. So this one is a... Uh, the focal point of this story is a kangaroo. But the hats off comes in on another furry friend. Or should I say feathered friend. Nice little bird. So down in Baton Rouge, Louisiana... Oh, I didn't think uh, kangaroos going to show up in Baton Rouge. Yeah, yeah, it's their natural habitat. Nice. Yeah, back people don't realize that there used to be a land bridge between Australia to Hawaii and then Hawaii to Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Nice, dude. That's good primo location. Yeah, it's um, a long way. I think that's what Creole is. I think it's just Aboriginal French. But the kangaroos, um, baby kangaroo, they said it wasn't like a red tail or anything. Those things are fucking huge. Those things took over like a town in Australia in the eighties. They just rolled in, and everybody's like, "All right, I guess we're gonna stay inside for a week." And they don't fuck around. Oh yeah, they'll fuck you up, dude. They're they're worse than that kangaroo that beat up Bugs Bunny that one time. We got a we got a bird also in the mix. So these people, they're like a bird rescue. They're like an aviary. They like rehab sick or in, injured birds for the area. But they also just happen to have a kangaroo, which I imagine they rescued or something at some point. Yes, yeah, some weird Cajun guy uh, bought an illegal kangaroo, got yeah. it somehow, and couldn't care for it. Yeah, I'm sure. How does it, how else does a kangaroo end up at a bird sanctuary? <laughs> so it's like Beauregard or something. Um, exotic animals, pets you can't have any. Wait, what? Pets you can't have any that are. This is terribly. Jesus Christ. Anyway, they got a fucking kangaroo. The bird, this is from the owners, who are not, they got to to find a new home for them. So they left the kangaroo with them, but said they had a week to find new owners because the kangaroo got out. And for 24 hours, this kangaroo was just making his way around town like uh, Vanessa Carlton, just making my way downtown, just hopping along the freeway. And they said the the culprit is probably pretty clearly this bird, this parakeet that they uh, 
noticed in the last couple of days, learned to unlock the kangaroo's enclosure. So, so the bird did it so this uh, early 2000s piano-playing pop princess could run around. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So imagine... Yeah, we know birds can use tools. That's... I guarantee, like, it was hopping down, like, the highway and some dude in, like, a Marlboro red hat saw a kangaroo hopping around. He's just like, that's a weird-looking dog. <laughs> just... <laughs> yeah. just is fucking... I wasn't so drunk, I'd check it out. <laughs> um... Yeah, but I'd hate to pull over and investigate a drunk driving because, hey, it's still Louisiana, folks. He said, uh, there's a kangaroo on the side of the road. I said, what are you talking about? I turn around, and sure enough, there's a goddamn kangaroo in the road. So he said he was going fast. He was hopping in a ditch, and within 30 seconds, he was gone. I'm like, what's the MPH on that? I know kangaroos are fast, but come on. I need, you know what I mean? How... How quick does it run a 40? Well, you got to keep in mind, we're in L.A., this kind of a fast-paced city in a, you know, in a way. Uh, Baton Rouge, real slow. So it might have not have been going that fast, but to the guy driving. <laughs> the guy's driving. Yeah, the, just he the sees south the... is slow, like Hawaii, the south. Those are two places I've been where I'm not used to it, and you're like, what the hell, man? All right, the, the guy's just driving, and he sees the kangaroo hopping on the side of the road all fast, and he goes, that must be a city kangaroo. Yeah. <laughs> that must be the kangaroo gets his salsa from New York City. Why is this kangaroo in such a hurry? Where's he got to be so important? So the, the fun part of this one is the, the cops, or animal control, I don't know, whatever. The authorities, are they investigate. They're like, hey, it's by the way, the bird's name is Thor. They're like, hey, Thor probably did it. So they're like, can we, ca- can we talk to your bird? They what? they ask the bird, "Did you let out the kangaroo?" Oh, because can this is this a talking bird? Yeah, it's a topic talking type. So a bumbling Baton Rouge detective is interviewing a bird. Yes, which <laughs> <laughs> is hats off on its own. But then, did the kangaroo commit crimes? No, he just got out. Which uh, it's a legal animal, so just it being out is a crime. Can you imagine that? That's like being black in the 50s or something. Yeah, man. I can't wait for the Spike Lee movie about the kangaroo. Like, why is my existence a crime? But the, they asked the bird. Is it my pouch? <laughs> is it my long floppy ears? <laughs> or is it the way I humbly bumbly bounce around the city? It's, this kangaroo has also turned into an old-time country lawyer in my head. Just in a nice seersucker drinking a julep with those round glasses on. But I don't know, man. I saw Kangaroo Jack. Kangaroos can be a menace. Steal your money. Michael Shannon's got to be in the mafia somehow. What mafia is he in? Who knows? Man, I didn't see Kangaroo Jack, but I know it's Anthony Anderson. It's a, yeah, Anthony Anderson, a Jerry O'Connell vehicle. Jerry O'Connell, famous now as the the guest host whenever Kelly Clarkson can't host her show. (laughs) Anyway, the fucking cop is like, can I talk to your bird? The guy's like, sure. He get he goes to the bird. This this is a police officer. Says to the bird, "Did you let out the kangaroo?" And the, all the bird says is, "Birds don't talk." <laughs> this is real. Yeah, this is a fucking sweet ass bird. He's just like loose lips sink ships, pig, and fucking spit on him. Which it, the the reason it's such a heavy hats off is because birds have got a bad reputation. Even when you go away and you squeal, they say, "Oh, he was singing like a bird." Yeah, and yeah, they're weird. They're kind of prehistoric and 
They're, they have hollow bones, which is probably why we don't like them. Kind of cool, actually. And we're jealous that they fly. Dude, if I had hollow bones, I could probably just like jump off of buildings and float down. Well, ever since I got into crows, I've been down with birds and respect them. Ever since I saw the picture of the the crow Jeremy. Dip, dipping french fries in the sweet and sour. Going out on the left. Hopefully that's not transmitting to the recording. Um, it, it, oh, there it's back. I think it's just your presence, dude. You got an electric charge. Yeah, don't move. Don't move. Um, but yeah, how how great is that? The bird just <laughs> the the bird's just being questioned. He goes, "Am I under arrest? I want a fucking lawyer." Can you imagine? You're like, yeah, did you he, let out the kangaroo? And he goes, "I want my I want my fucking lawyer." He's like cocky people in uh like movies or the you know in mafia shows. You know they're like. Just the cops interview. They committed the crime. Then they get interviewed by the cops. Like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'll be um, I'll be out. No problem. My soup won't even get cold. And they're just like confidently just talking shit to cops. They're yeah. like, I know I did it, and I know my story's so tight. No one's ever gonna catch me. Yeah. Though the bird just takes a drag of a cigarette with it. It's holding the cigarette with its one of his feet, and he goes, "Are we done here? Yeah. We done here? Are you done with your good cop, bad cop kind of thing? I'm a bird. We don't talk. <laughs> I don't know about good cop, bad cop." Uh, as opposed to what you may have heard, boys, in fact, do not talk. The um, That's it. That's the whole story. Congrats to this bird for holding fast under the heat of that interrogation light that they'll, you know, they grab the top of the light and they angle it towards you. Yeah, he, he probably liked it. Oh, yeah, just basking in it. What you got? So humid around here in Baton Rouge. <laughs> All right, I got a gloves off. What you got? Hard gloves off to the Los Angeles Dodgers of Los Angeles. Oh, no. That's, uh... All right, so Peanuts, classic part of baseball. Obviously. There's... Uh, Dodger Stadium is basically just doing all they can to get rid of fun at the stadium, and they have... (laughs) They're eliminating fun piece by piece, and they got rid of the guys who throw peanuts. Yeah. Including, I imagine, the one super famous guy. Yeah, that one guy. Yeah, I'm trying to find out how long he's worked here. Oh, he's been there since 1962. He's been on Johnny Carson. He's he's a local celebrity, and it's exciting because you don't always – I don't think – he that guy doesn't like cover the whole stadium. I'll go like eight games and not see the guy, and yeah. then I'll see him on a game. Be like, yo, toss me some behind the back. <laughs> and it's a really, yeah, this guy uh, Levy. No, no, Roger Owens. That's Roger Owens. Roger Owens. sounds like an Olympian. So, trying to even think of the logic of getting rid of the throwing, it's injury, right? It's got to be liability, insurance, something like that. The only way, I mean, I feel like the only way you're going to get injured is if kind of like the the bumpy, sharp top or bottom part clips you in the <laughs> eye. And that's only if you have an un, you know, unathletic child. Yeah. And if you ask me, we have enough safe spaces for athletic unathletic children. This is for the more athletic kids who like sports and like baseball. There are no peanuts being thrown at the arcades. No, nope, uh, not anymore. Playing playing PS5 5 Live. No peanuts being thrown around. That'd be you cool know. if your PS5 just shot you peanuts. Yeah, I would like that. But yeah, so just yeah, systematically eliminating fun well, from Maybe Dodger they're scared Stadium. of like uh, Josh Hamilton Hamiltoning somebody. Remember that when what he What did he do? <clears throat> he caught the last out and he threw it up into the stands 
And the dad leaned over the barrier to catch the ball because it was short, and he fell to his death. And his son watched him fucking fall like three stories and die. I saw, an, yeah, I saw this old guy. I don't know if he died or not. They just carried him off in a stretcher. But he he fell off the second tier at a Long Beach Ice Dogs game, which is the you know semi pro hockey team. We of course. Used to have. And he was going for the puck and just tumbled down. It was far. It was far. And it was in – oh, dude, that was brutal. Pucks are hard to throw straight because of the shape. They well, always, it was just they shot They always out. want a wing. Oh. It was, it was, yeah, it would just, like, deflect it off someone and he – you know, all your your eyes follow the puck, you know, yeah. wherever it goes. So you just watch. And I, I, oh, I remember thinking he's too old to even catch it. And he leaned over, flipped, and kind of caught himself for a second on the second bar. <laughs> And then just went down. How far? 30 feet on just Holy on shit. basically subflooring. You 30 know? feet is so fucking It was high. super high. He There was noises. He was fucked up. He did not move. <laughs> there might have been like a groan. It was, uh, I don't remember who won that game. And oh, I was Jesus trying to think of Christ. real reasons other than like maybe someone could get hit and knocked over. So I already got rid of that just because we, you know, they have their own spaces. But... Maybe like airborne peanut allergies. Like you're throwing it from over here, but it's in a bag. I mean, it yeah, could be. You're rip at a open. baseball stadium. You can't just outlaw peanuts. No, I mean, peanuts are allowed, but you can also uh, stand in the outfield and catch a ball that's coming out at like 103 miles an hour exit velocity. Yeah. And catch that, right? That's way worse than peanuts. But yeah. then I was thinking that. They might just put netting up in the outfield eventually, and the ball will just, like, bounce off. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised fucking Rob Manfred, that fucking fun-sucking cuck. He, uh... Yeah. If you ask me, you make me commissioner, I say we're throwing nachos next. We'll, let's throw everything. I want to see hot dogs flying through the air. Throw me the bun separate, dude. Well, let me tell you this. Make it even worse. Because I went to a game last Friday. Uh-huh. I, uh, it was kind of a last minute thing. I wasn't, I didn't think I'd be able to go and then I could actually, yeah, I offered you tickets. You couldn't go. And then anyway, when I got there, I, I I, recall, uh, I bought myself a bag of peanuts. You know, as you know, we're living in a cashless society. Dodger stadium has gone that route and I paid for my peanuts and he held the iPad screen up to me and said, tip. It had the whole thing. No tip. 10%, 15%, 20%. The peanut guys at every transaction have the opportunity to get a tip. So you have that awkward tipping moment at a ball game. I was just shocked. I was like, tip? I just out loud, I went, tip? Super loud? Because let me tell you, this guy wasn't Owen, the peanut thrower. He did no tricks. No banter. I'm a cash man. (laughs) If you do... I have tipped that Owen guy before. How do you? Why do you think he's so famous? Why do you think he does it? Because he's getting tips from people. Now every other idiot who doesn't even try when mm-hmm. they're selling peanuts just walks up to me, doesn't even yell the word peanut. Yeah. I don't know if that's outlawed or not, but dude, imagine you're at a game and you put your card in the guys ask you for a tip right there when you're when you're there. Oh, dude, it's insane. Everywhere you go now, it's everywhere. It's on the iPad. Tip now. before service. No, it's unreal. Because the, that happens to me when I order from the pizza places I like. I always call. One, I have cash all the time. And uh, I don't want to tip my pizza guy Sick. until my pizza shows up. Because no, absolutely. Because I want to, that's going to determine what I'm giving him. 
But they won't answer the phone. You have to go to their website, set up an account for like Chow Now or Dine Dash, whatever the fuck service they use. And then I got a tip well before. No, it's silly. That's why I, I do cash. Like, even if I. But I they won't use, let me do cash. I'll use Grubhub because you can check the I'll tip on delivery because it's like, I've got $12 here in like fives and ones. They might all be yours. You can only lose money at this point. Yeah, they might not. But yeah, or like on Instacart, sometimes I'll get groceries delivered and they show up. Like with this fucking attitude, it's like you forgot a bag. I already tipped. I already gave you twelve bucks. So it's like I can go back and be like, "Hey, I'm missing I, this item, this item, this item," but I can't take the tip back. You know what I mean? Oh. it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's wild. The peanut guys, like I said, uh, and if you want me to tip, you better be throwing it to me through the legs behind the back <laughs> at pinpoint accuracy. That's how you get tips in this business. Well, that's also just what makes it memorable. Like that guy, I've I've seen him dozens of times in my entire life. Like, you know what I mean? He's part of Dodger Stadium. That's he, like if they just threw the fucking organ bitch off the goddamn canopy. Yeah. It's just like, no, she's done too. Well, the, he's hopefully he retires because him still selling peanuts and just being like, I know. Oh, you didn't hear? You know, because... All the people with season tickets who, you know, I think I know them because I've seen them a half a dozen times. But uh, the people who, like, have relationships with them, they're just like, eh, I can't do That's terrible what they're, I know, I agree. Yeah. I can't believe they're. He's like a cop where they're like, hey, hey, hey I got a parking ticket. Can you help me out? He's like, ah, it doesn't really work that way anymore. He's like, fuck, man, back in the day I used to throw peanuts and blah, blah, but yeah, you guys they threw these know. golden handcuffs on me. <laughs> this place is corporate. It is. Dodger Stadium is weird now. Yeah, well, and the thing is, it's I guess I just, you can bring your own food in, so uh, I guess I'll just never buy peanuts again because they're not getting thrown at me. And you know what? I just bring my own peanuts anyway, and I give them to a drunk guy, and he, I have him throw them. Dodgers me. also have, and like, it's fun. for, like, a major market team. It's, like, the second biggest team in the fucking country. You know what I mean? Like, in terms of fandom and, like, area of fans. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. That, like, even the games are dog shit. You go to a Kings game, and, like, every resting period, every stoppage, if there's, like, kids on the ice, there's mascots doing something funny, they're shooting, like, projections onto the ice. You go to a Dodger game, and you're lucky if they do f- something fun for the fucking seventh inning stretch. Well, I, uh... Well, I'll tell you one thing the game I went to on Friday. What? Well, it was fireworks, which were... Really cool, and it was all summer themed. So at Dodger Stadium, watching all the children because they let you go on the field and sit and kind of lay out, uh, just blasting sublime summertime, <laughs> talking about like all the lyrics too, like about dating the girl and her cheating on him and spreading her coochie all over and having no love left for him. Uh, it was so funny to watch, uh, watch that. <laughs> I, uh, my stepmom, her good fireworks. Mo- my stepmom's mom did like a montage one time. I forget what happened. Somebody died or somebody got married or something. But they put in James Blunt's You're Beautiful. And she didn't realize the line of like, she can tell by my face that I was fucking high. And uh, she just thought it was like a cute song. She'd never like listened to that lyric before. And she's just like watching this like 60-year-old lady like start going, ah, 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 ah. Like, I'm like, that's the last one. It's still, the rest of the song is still good. But you you did miss that one, Grandma. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I don't. Dodger Stadium's got to figure it out because they've got, like, a captured audience because the fans are the fans. You know what I mean? But if you go to, like, I imagine, like, a fuck, like a Phillies game, like, you know what I mean? You got the, the was it the Maniac or what's his name? Oh, yeah. 
A fanatic. The fanatic. The maniac. Is just he is a maniac. I'm, I'm, I visualized him in my mind when he said it. The like, green that, maniac. That guy is a maniac. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, but they've got to, like, step it up. But Dodgers don't have to. Dodgers so they don't, don't even have a mascot. That's what I'm saying. Like, they don't... Or, uh, like, yeah, they I'm, don't do, like, the out, the out, like, the running track, running fit shit, or, like... Yeah, that was cool. I just went to a minor league game, and they had a bunch of, like, people dressed up in fruit costumes, because it was sponsored yeah. by a grocery store, and they had them race. Yeah, and with... Because I went to Wrigley once, and I know it's tradition, during Take Me Out to the Ball Game, they had Jeff Garland, and this was, like, I went to a game on, like, a Tuesday at literally 11 a.m. game, and Jeff Garland's in the booth, and I guess... He's not even the main attraction. Bill Murray is. It just wasn't a Bill Murray day. So we have enough celebrities who can don't even need to be good singers. But can't we get uh, I don't know Guy Fieri to sing the seventh inning stretch for us or something like that? That'd be cool. <laughs> um, yeah, step it up. Like you ever seen that? Have you seen that video that was going viral of the like the Tijuana League baseball game? It's like not even like their minor leagues or like the Mexican league. It was like literally like the Tijuana League. And the game is, like, there's, like, strippers and cheerleaders, and there's, like, 15 mascots. They're so- serving, like, full plates of food. There's fireworks every inning. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, there's a team. It looks uh, like a goddamn blast. My friend lives in Savannah, Georgia, and their team, the Savannah Bananas. Yeah. They, they do, like, uh... They were like, fuck it, we're going to be the Globetrotters. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they have a whole Globetrotter thing, no game more than two hours, bunch of random-ass stuff. And there's, like, a five-year waiting list to the get tickets The picture just drops his pants all the time. Yeah. My friend will send me videos when he's at the games, and it's just ridiculous. Oh, you know what's the coolest? He's like a rodeo clown. The coolest rule the owner implemented was... If the fans catch a fair ball, a foul ball without touching the ground, it's an out for the other team. Yeah, that's fun because it's like you're not. These guys all know they're not making it to the show. It's like let's at least enjoy this. Yeah, come on, Dodger Stadium, step it up. Figure it out, Magic Johnson and those fucking Japanese guys or whoever owns the team now. You know, you know what's fun. You know what's a cool part about Dodger Stadium? I will say now that you're bringing up Magic is uh, a lot of times I'm. Depending on the section, when I, I'm always above him because he has the best seat around behind home plate. But I'll sometimes I'll get distracted from watching the game because I'm zooming in on Magic from my phone, <laughs> trying to see if he's doing any gay stuff because there's the rumor that he's gay. Oh, what well, could have give you that impression? You know the rumor. So I want to see if he like. It, could it be the HIV? Does the hand mover? You know anything? So far, I don't really have any good evidence, dude, but I'm on the case. You're a fucking paps, dude. You're a, you're a rotsy. <laughs> What's a Rotsy? Fuck, I'm just thinking of code names, whatever paparazzi call each other. Oh. No, I don't even want to share it. I'm just going to tell my friends. I wanted to spread a word of mouth like the Richard Gere gerbil story. I don't want to post. You know, I'm not going to post. I'm not calling TMZ. Oh, that I'm would not, be fun. I'm not trying to get money out of the game. It's like one of those pranks you don't get to see the result of. I'm a purist. You're just like, I started it. And no one's going to believe you. But You, you don't like, have to. Yeah. Um. All right, is that it? Yeah. I got one. Coming in hot. Um... Amazon Alexa could soon mimic the voice of dead relatives. Saw that. That's that's no good. Alexa, I don't, I don't like it. I'm just, it's a short article. I'm just going to read the whole thing because it's fucking creepy. Amazon's Alexa might soon replicate the voice of family members, even if they're dead. I like that the selling point is like, you just need to. It's like the quick brown fox jumps over the lazy dog. Like you just have to say a certain amount of sentences, and then they can make you say anything, right? Which is. Uh... <laughs> Uh, Oops. The uh which is disheartening like on its own. Yeah, yeah. 
you know? But then they go, like, why, why are you taking the dead angle? It's like, hey, make your grandpa say this shit so after he dies, you can order your groceries through him. Yeah, can't we just have it be Snoop Dogg and Bruce Willis or, you know? Yeah, let The Rock read my ways, like, directions, and that should be the end of it. I don't need Morgan Freeman reading me bedtime stories. So the senior vice president of blah, 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 head scientist for Alexa, which is so funny that, like, that's probably a prestigious job and the dude probably makes bank. But it's like, hi, I'm head scientist of Alexa. It's like, what a title. How do you think the scientist who works at Taco Bell feels? Where he's like, you need science for these shells. You don't understand. Oh, yeah. They... When you add Dorito powder to the shell, you need to make it. Yeah, it's like yeah, you, like a CEO, like an executive goes to a guy who went to like culinary school, who's got like probably some type of like fucking biology degree or something, and he's like, "Hey, inflation's crazy, but we need to keep the tacos at one eighty nine. Do whatever you got to do. Yeah. You have to know the science to like. All right, it still needs to be like twenty two percent meat legally, but I can do this filler and blah blah blah. It's like, bro, you had a dream at one point." <coughs> Now you're in a lab coat working for the fucking man. That's how geology is, where they're either out there finding cool stuff or they're just working for oil companies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you join up, like, as a fucking paleontologist or something. Do th- you think you're going to find... Do- you think you're going to be fucking Sam Neill from Jurassic Park, and it turns out you're just helping to frack North Dakota. You're just poisoning people's water it, dressed in a fucking Patagonia outfit. Yeah, really loving nature, too. Oh, dude, they love nature. Oh, and yeah. They just destroy it. Yeah, because in Flagstaff, <laughs> there was a ton of geologists, and you'd talk, you'd, you'd always talk to them, and they would just reluctantly be like, I work for Exxon, or, you know, yeah. I'm a, I just got. Anyway. I'm actually a chemical engineer. What do you do? I make dog food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, all right, man. These attributes have become even more important during the ongoing pandemic when so many of us have lost loved ones that we love. Hey, redundant. Loved ones that we love? Thank you. While AI can eliminate the pain of loss, it can definitely make memories last. To create the to create the feature, Prasad said the company had to learn how to make high quality voice with a shorter recording opposed to hours of recording in a studio to, you know, stitch together shit. This technology has exciting potential in education, accessibility, and entertainment. How? No. You know where the potential is? Because you're Dead Nana is going to guilt trip you into buying more paper towels exactly. or weird yo-yos, whatever the hell it is. You should go on vacation you can't afford. Even my phone, it just started doing this. They must have paid Apple some money. Every once in a while, I'd say once every two weeks, my phone will just pop up instead of a text or a notification. It'll just be from Amazon. It's like uh, phone suggestions. Try browsing on Amazon. Yeah. Like, that's an activity. <clears throat> I'm tired of my phone telling me to put my phone down while I'm driving. Like, this is fucking America. It's always like, hey, try safe driving mode. And it's like, it basically just locks your phone while you're driving. It only, only allows voice shit. And it's like, no, I'm going to get in an accident trying to turn off fucking car mode when I actually need to, like, send a text. I'm I'm good, dude. They said uh, one of the points they made was, like, Oh, you could imagine, like, your daughter being put to sleep with a story of grandma, and then the the feature, like, switches over from the regular Amazon voice to your grandma's voice and starts finishing your bedtime story. That is fucking terrifying. All to just, like, sell you shit. <laughs> yeah, that's no good. What could possibly, like, it's going to fuck up entertainment if this becomes, like, popular, because then, like, actors who don't want to do their own voice work, you know what I mean? You just say, like, three sentences and let the fucking algorithm put it on Disney Channel for you. Yeah, it'll eliminate those jobs. And imagine the repercussions of, okay, let's say 
I get brutally dumped and I miss the person who dumps me so badly. So then I put them into my Amazon speaker and I live this weird life where the girl who broke my heart is reading me bedtime <laughs> stories. And it's, oh. We're not even thinking of the, the best outcome of all this is uh, prank calls with Arnold Schwarzenegger's voice are going to be. You thought it peaked in 2004? It's <laughs> just the calling the pizza place. Ah, I'll get in the helicopter. <laughs> well, I guess this is one of the more sincere things I've said on this podcast. Like the the beauty and horror of life is when you have something and it can only be in this moment or captured right here. Like yeah. no one else will see this guy at this moment, this group of people. And that's how life, when someone dies, it's like, man, I really get to think about what I had. I no longer get to talk to him again. Or you'll find like an old box. And you're like, oh, shit, I have an audio recording of this person or an old message. And now you can just manufacture whatever the hell you want. How are you going to value life? No, you're not. And beauty. That's the point. You're not. They and want sunsets you and rainbows. Even at Yosemite now, they've got like picture points. It's like, hey, here's a good spot to take your phone out. And it's just bottlenecks shit. Fucking kill yourself, dude. You're, the, you're no better than the frackers. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, that's it. That's fucking depressing. All right, I got one more quickie. And What's it's baseball-related. Again? Yeah. All right, so this man in Indiana ended up getting a little DUI. He was over three and a half times the legal limit. Uh-oh. I don't know what to do. <laughs> this is so perfect because uh, he tried to pull a shaggies it wasn't me <laughs> so he crashed his car really bad hit a bunch of people hit other cars apparently so bad he only had three wheels left according to some witnesses <laughs> that fucking rules and he drove his car to the dealership, I guess, where he bought it. I don't know, there's like a clanking. <laughs> and just tried to sell it back real quick. <laughs> you just, if you get the paperwork done before the cops show up, yeah. it's technically not your car, it wasn't you. I really like the way he was thinking to get out of it. Like, maybe, maybe it'll be slow and I can really just get this paperwork done quickly. Hasn't been outside of his car yet, so doesn't know how, maybe it's not that bad. He's just dragging the back half of his car just two miles an hour. He's like, I should call ahead so they expect me. <laughs> I really want to streamline this transaction. Oh, and yeah, he's, so just, he's just, he's perusing the lot. His car's all fucked up in the background. And he's just like, no, this is great. Do you have it in blue? And then yeah. you hear sirens. He's like, ah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I don't really need the Bose sound system. But... Oh, nope, nope. Bose is fine. I'll take it. And then in the back. And, you know, obviously the cops followed the trail of debris from his car, <laughs> ended up at the dealership. The trail of sparks. And they found four cans of Four loco in the back that have already been consumed. That guy's not drunk. He's more awake than anybody. And a couple of, a couple of White Claws. Oh. Oh, man, how are you going to get a DUI for White Claws? What a pussy. Yeah, uh, I guess... The way it's baseball related is the guy is, uh, and it's still Dodgers related too, is Don Mattingly's son. 
<laughs> the old manager of the Dodgers' son. The founder of the V-Grip system? Yeah, Don V-Grip Mattingly? himself. Well, he got some of that V-Grip money, <laughs> and he's. it's not as cool when I found out how old he was. He's 30 years old. That's too... Eh. You can't be doing the loco. That is crazy. White Claws make sense. The loco, not so you much. You can't do loco at 30. Bro, if I got pulled over with you a bunch You gotta cut of... off loco at like 20... Well, I'm just trying to think when I cut loco out of my life. Probably 26. When they changed the formula? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it made it lamer. If I get pulled over with a bunch of empty white claw cans, I'll be like, no, I emptied those and put whiskey in them. You <laughs> just to be like, uh, I'm not going to jail for fucking white claws. <laughs> I don't want that on the fucking report. Like, yes, I was drinking, but I was just using those as a receptacle. The only uncool thing about this story is it happened in Evansville, Indiana. Wait, why is that cool? No, not cool. Oh. That, that's the not cool part. What, what's, what's your beef with Evansville, dude? Nothing. I just imagine it sucks. Indiana, Nebraska, that can't be good, right? Oh, there's no way. No, I used to do a joke where I can't even confirm South Dakota exists for like two years. It's like, I've never met anybody from there. And then I met like two people from there. And I was like, well, you guys fucking keep your mouth shut when I do that bit. But otherwise. I don't think I personally know anybody from there. Wow. All right, so we don't know anyone from South Dakota. That's it, right? Is South Dakota? No, I don't know anybody from there, but I know people that are from like nearby. Oh, uh, Jeff Eggleston is from South Dakota, the guitar guy. No idea. Long hair, funny guy. But um, look him up on Instagram, folks. We like to spread the love around here. Funny guy from South Dakota. It's a real place. Although he could be working for, I don't know, one of those fracking companies that tries to convince us South Dakota's real so they can frack Milwaukee or whatever. Who knows? Um, no, we're in South Dakota. No, you're not. I, Evansville's one of those places that you, like, I hear mentioned, like, once a year. You know what I mean? It's just, like, one of those places. It's like, it's not, it's like a tier below, like, Asheville, North Carolina. You know what I mean? Because you hear about that like maybe two or three times yeah, a year. Yeah, I want to go like, there. Oh, That's I've, supposed to be awesome. I went there, there or I saw it or it's cool or whatever. Myrtle Beach. Things like that. But then like Evansville, you're like, it's not Gary, Indiana, but it's like, you're like, I've, I couldn't tell you where it is. I don't know what happens there. There might be like a minor league hockey team or something. But Well, it could be the Portland of Indiana because Asheville's like the Portland or yeah. Austin of North Carolina. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, Evansville, spread the word. We have no idea, but we're we're saying it. Best record stores in the state. <laughs> Best vegan tacos. Probably the highest homeless population. Oh yeah, Evansville. You gotta go there. They have really kooky shops. <laughs> All right. Is that it? That's it. That's it. That's a wrap on the app. Cranking them out, folks. This has been Hats Off, Gloves Off. Make sure you go follow us at Hogopod on Instagram. At Hogopod. Comments, corrections, suggestions, good old-fashioned hate mail. All dick pics go to at Robot Spencer. I'm at Mitchell Phillip. Follow the production team at Beam Jeremy. Sorry if you heard those technical issues. We think you got to figure it out. Got a crack team behind the boards on the ones and twos and possibly sometimes the threes. Who knows? Um, We will see you next week. I love you. I miss you. Bye. Watch your profanity.